and welcome to the Best Self Podcast. It's me, your host, Nicola Fulstow, and today we are talking about the issue of I have no time. I simply don't have time. And this often is in relation to doing anything for themselves. So I think as women, we are just so good at managing to find the time to do things for everybody else to make sure, you know, we've got all the things done for school that day, all the homework done, the PE kits are ready, the lunches are ready. But somewhere in there, we can't find the time to work on the things that are important to us and create change in our own life in a way that is meaningful. So I thought it would be easier today to use an example and it's an example here all the time from from the people who I work with, the women I work with and that is I want to lose weight, I'm desperate to lose weight, I've wanted to lose weight for years but I just simply can't find the time, I, I just can't find the time, nothing works. I don't stick to anything because then I get busy or the kids need this or they need that and you know work wants me to take on extra this and I end up you know, back where I started. So I'm going to almost use that as an example that I relate to having been six years ago, 30, 40 pounds overweight and just hating it and really, really wanting to make a change and trying all sorts of really extreme diets. I mean, I say extreme diets, you know, things like, you know, juicing diets or, you know, being really strict with myself, you know, eliminating certain foods and, you know, tracking calories and stuff. And it just, I ended up where I started, you know, it would work for, I could stick to it for like five days and then I would be back where I started. And it was all because I just felt like I've got no time to work out. So I have to do these extreme measures with my diet because I've got no time. Got no, where would I find time to go to the gym? And everyone says, well, you've got to make time. And I think that is a good point. You know, there's no such thing as finding extra time in your week. There is none because we've all got the same 24 hours a day to play with. So how is it that some women, some mums, some working mums manage to lose the weight, get to the gym, get results and some of us don't? And I think that that comparison, you know, looking at other other people who maybe work and are mums and, you know, have a lot of the same stuff going on as us, how come they've done it and we haven't? And that comparison just making you feel less than, that awful feeling where you just think, oh, she can manage to do it and, and I can't. So I want to address that straight away. And it's not that that woman is better than you. It's not that she's got anything special going on. It's not that she maybe even has any more help than you do. It's down to one thing. It's about managing your time. And everyone goes, oh, I know about time management. You don't need to tell me about time management. I'm like a multitasking demon. You know, I'm I'm multitasking this and that. I know all about time management. But what a lot of people don't know about time management is that there is only one real way to approach it to get the the results that you desire in your life. And that it's not about having more time or finding extra time. It's about being extremely clear on your priorities. It's about scheduling your priorities 
rather than prioritising your schedule. As Jim Rohn always says, either you run the day or the day runs you. And that is really the core of what I want everyone to take away from the podcast today is that we all know time management. At the end of the day, we're all mums, you know, or busy working women or both. And, you know, we know how to get things done. We absolutely know how to get results. Just unfortunately, us and the things that we want in our life for us and us alone are usually popped at the bottom of the list because we feel selfish for making that number one priority. We feel like, well, you know, I just need to do that. I should do this. I should do that. And really what we should be doing is going, right, first and foremost, what is important to me, my happiness, my energy levels, my health, who I am as a person, the person I want to become, the person I want to be, who is that person and what does she need to do this week in order to feel good about herself. That's the thing that needs to come first. That's the thing that I used to prioritise before I had kids. Because at the end of the day, when it was back about that, yes, I was busy, I had a career, I had a job. But at the end of the day, there was still time for me in there. But when I became a mom, I just honestly could not figure out between the bottles and just the constant waking in the night and all these things. I was tired and fuzzy and... I just genuinely couldn't figure out how on earth am I going to do this? So my sympathy to every woman out there who is battling with this issue right now, who is like, I I hear what you're saying, but I just cannot possibly think still of how I'm going to find time in the day. I know I need to lose weight or I know I need to do this or I need to do that. But honestly, I don't have any time. I'm up all night with the baby you know, I'm dropping the kids off at school. I then go to work. I'm at work all day or whatever your life may look like. I do understand because I've been there. So when I am saying this, I don't want you to think that I'm saying very flippantly, oh, you just need to turn your life around and basically tell your boss you won't be in till 11 o'clock because you're going to go to the gym first. Okay. I understand how difficult it is. And hopefully my intention for this podcast is that no matter the situation that you're in, no matter how time poor you are and how stretched for time you are, I'm hoping by the end of this podcast today, you're going to have some real strategies that you can use to start making those important changes in your life that will make you happy. Because as I always come back to, all we want for our kids And all we want for ourselves really is to be healthy, to be happy, to be fulfilled. It's that, to have joy in our life. And we know that we need to be the best role models for our kids. So it's not being selfish, putting yourself first. It's not. It's being a good role model and showing your kids that mummy matters. So hopefully by the end of this podcast today, you're going to have some real practical steps that you can make today to start making those changes in your life. And I say today because a lot of people say, well, I'll start on Monday. Absolutely not. There is nothing special about Monday. Monday is just one of seven days in a week and there is absolutely nothing special about Monday. So start today. And by the end of this podcast, I would like for each of you to make one step even if it's tiny, a teeny tiny baby step, I just want you to make one step towards the person that you want to become by the end of this podcast. 
when I was at the stage where I knew I needed to lose weight, like it was, I'd never been in this situation before. I'd always exercised. I'd always watched what I ate. I always, like health was always really, really important to me. I ran every day. It was just a big part of my life. It was a foundation of my life. And when the kids came along, (laughs) I'm sure many of you relate, it just drops off. It just drops off my schedule. My schedule became bottles, nappies, sleep deprivation, and just, yeah, functioning, to be honest. So when it actually came to the point where I thought, do you know what? This weight is not just dropping off. You know, as some people say, oh, once they start toddling, the weight just drops off because you're running around them all day. Yeah, that never happened (laughs) to me. That so never happened. I just kept putting it on and I was getting more and more unhappy. You know, I was... Before I had children, I was a personal stylist, a personal shopper. You know, I spent my life talking to people about how how they felt in their clothes and making that a real, you know, priority in their life. And here I was with a wardrobe that I hated and just couldn't bear to look at myself in the mirror. I was absolutely ashamed of who I'd become. Um, Because of that, because I wasn't addressing this very real issue and it was just getting worse and worse, I was finding myself not having the confidence to go out there in life. I was really hiding away, pulling away from my life rather than walking towards it. And that's why it is important to work on yourself. So when it came to the addressing the issue of trying to lose this weight, and I was now about 30, 40 pounds overweight, I'm like five foot three. So that's a lot of extra weight for me to be carrying around and something that I wasn't used to. So I thought, right, how am I going to start this? Because I'd tried diets, quite extreme diets, where I was like depriving myself and, you know, sort of doing the juicing diets and doing calorie counting and all these things. And it it just wasn't working because quite frankly, all it would take was for me to have a bad day or no sleep. And I'd just fall back into my old habits. It just was not working. I knew that exercise needed to play a part. And no matter what the challenges that you're working on right now, you will know, you will have the answers. You will know what you need to do. And for me, it was exercise. I knew that needed to become part of my life. So one day I realized I have to find a way to exercise in my day five times a week. Otherwise, this problem is not going away. And like everyone listening to this podcast today, I was sat thinking, but I don't know when I'm going to do it. I don't, I don't know. I've got no time. I've got no time. Genuinely with the kids all day. And, you know, my kids, I don't know about yours, but my kids weren't the sort who'd just sit there quite happily playing with a toy while I, I I did a workout. Absolutely no chance. They'd be into everything. They'd be hurting themselves. They'd be bumping into things. It just, you know, it just wasn't a thing that could happen. I had two kids under two. One was a baby. One was a toddler. They were into everything. So I thought, right, I need to find a time in my day where I can do this every day. So I started off thinking, right, well, I'll do it first thing in the morning. I'll get up like sort of 20 minutes earlier and I'll, I'll try and do 10 minutes every single morning because I wanted to do 10 minutes every day. So I'd said I was going to get up 10 minutes and, and I was just going to start doing like 10 squats, 10 lunges, 10 press-ups, 10 sit-ups, 10 star jumps and just repeat until the 10 minutes was up. That was, that was what I was going to do. So the first morning I did it, felt really, really proud of myself. I was absolutely chuffed to bits and, you know, really like smug, you know, like, look at me, check me out. I've done it. Woohoo. I'm on, I'm on my way. Day number two, the kids woke up early. 
and beat me to it. And I didn't get to do it. The third day I slept, I, I overslept. And by the fourth day I was feeling demotivated again. So that didn't work. So I had to find a time in my day where as much as possible I could control. So that was an option still. First thing in the morning, I could get up much earlier. And then there was another time in the day where the kids had the nap and I thought, right, that's definitely something I can work with. They have a nap every day. They went down at the same time. And even if they didn't have a nap, they were in the carts sort of singing to themselves or whatever it was. So usually when the kids were having a nap, I would sit, watch something on telly, have a cup of tea and a piece of cake. Quite frankly, I would reward myself for getting through the day that far (laughs) and sort of try and energise myself for the rest of it. So I usually had about an hour. This is me saying I had no time, no time, no time. I actually did have about an hour when they went down for a nap most days where I could do something positive for myself. The problem was I didn't want to. I felt like I'd rather just sit down and eat a piece of cake and and watch the telly. So I had to get real with myself and be like, look, this is taking you further and further and further away from your goals. And you need to use that time to take you closer to your goals. So I decided I would do my 10 minutes during that hour. And I did it the first day, felt great. And afterwards, I didn't want the cake or the tea. So I kept myself busy, had the telly on, but continued to move. I ended up doing about 20 minutes of exercise and then I ended up mopping the floor. So rather than sitting on my bum watching telly, I still watched the telly as a bit of a reward made sure I was moving throughout that whole hour. And it turned out that when the kids got up from the nap, I actually felt loads better because I'd prioritised something that was taking me closer to my goal and closer to the person who I wanted to be rather than eating the cake, having the tea. And then when they woke up from that nap, I was never feeling refreshed. I was never feeling energised. I just felt guilty and annoyed with myself. So it's really been very, very clear about what you want to move away from and what you want to move towards too in terms of the person you want to become. Meet your goals and your priorities and these commitments that you've decided on. You need to meet them where you're at. And that was a big thing that kept me stuck for such a long time. I was trying to be the Nicola who I used to be. The Nicola who used to go for like a five or 10K run every day. The Nicola who used to work out every day or go to the gym. I was trying to be her again. She didn't have two kids. This Nicola did. This Nicola was literally stuck with two kids under two all day, trying to entertain them, trying to keep on top of the washing, the bottles, the nappies. You know how it is. And I was still trying to use the same strategies that the other Nicola had used. So I had to get a new strategy and I had to meet my goals where I was at. And I realized that, you know, I had been beating myself up because I'd been trying to plan for a long time, you know, to do half an hour workout in the morning or an hour workout or go for half an hour run. I wasn't there yet. You've got to start where you're at with what you have. So that is the second key point here. You've got to be clear on your priorities. Absolutely. You've got to find time in your day for those priorities, but you've got to meet them where you're at. So I'm going to use an example. At the time, my husband was sort of saying, why don't you just join the gym? Join the gym and go to the gym. And I'm like, when am I going to go to the gym? And not only that, but you've got to, obviously, if you're working as well, or whatever your life is, you've got to get your gym bag ready, haven't you? You've got to go and then you've got to figure out what you're actually going to do at the gym. 
And then you've got to make sure that in your bag, you've remembered what you need to pack. So your makeup or, you know, your brush for your hair, your shampoo, whatever it might be. And then where are you going after? You might need a change of clothes or what you need to wear. You need to, it, you know, before you even get into the gym to work out, that's like a lot to think about when you're a very overwhelmed person as it is, that's a lot going on. So you've got to strip that all away and make it as simple as possible. So sometimes for me, there might've been days where I wasn't even dressed, but I could get my trainers on. I kept my trainers in the living room. So the the minute I sat down on that sofa and I was thinking, oh, I can't be bothered. When the kids went down for a nap, I'd get my trainers on. And sometimes I was in my pajamas, but I'd still do it. I'd still do that 10 minutes. And it often ended up being longer, but you've got to meet it where you're at. You've got to set yourself up. So it's so easy for you to to at least get started. Because once the trainers are on, once you've made that little step, you're doing something rather than nothing. And there might be days where you're tired, you might do nothing some days and that's absolutely fine, but you've got to set yourself up to win. Make it as easy as possible. Don't go too big. Don't be coming up with all these crazy diets and things that you have to do and all this meal prep. And if that's easy for you, then Godspeed. But if you were like me, where the house was upside down, an absolute mess, sometimes I wasn't dressed, sometimes the kids weren't dressed, sometimes we'd been out, you know, just whatever that was, make it easy for yourself. Because the big things require far more willpower. So to get your bag ready to go to the gym, to figure out what you're going to do at the gym, to get that session done, that requires an awful lot of willpower when you're feeling overwhelmed. Once you get into the groove, you know, like I go to the gym these days, I go to boot camp, you know, there's lots of things I do these days that are just part of my life and I enjoy them. I look forward to going. They're not, they're not an effort for me anymore. They're joyful. But goodness me, when I first started this journey, I couldn't even comprehend that as part of my life, let alone something I enjoyed. So you have to start small enough that it doesn't overwhelm you. The thought of it doesn't overwhelm you. You just think, right, it's 10 minutes, get it done. I said I was going to do it, 10 minutes, get it done. Because what's more important where you're at right now is consistency. That's far more important than big, massive plans and changes that actually you're just not going to be able to stick to. Small wins every day. Decide the bare minimum. For me, it was 10 minutes. That would be the bare minimum I was going to do. And this could apply to any goal that you have. Like if you want to write a book and you're not making, so you say, right, I'm going to do 10 minutes of free writing every day. It can apply to anything or it can be, you know what? I just want to adapt to my diet at the moment. I want to eat more healthily then that doesn't mean, right, I'm not going to eat bread, chocolate. I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to eat any refined foods. I'm going to cut all that out. It might just mean, right, I'm going to have one less cup of coffee every day and I'm going to eat a piece of fruit or vegetable with every meal. You know, it doesn't have to be about removing things or depriving yourself. It can be about adding more things in. So just walk an extra 10 minutes, you know, walk a little bit further with the pram today. That's what it's about. Small, consistent changes. And you'll find over time that once then you've nailed one and you're gaining your confidence with that and you feel like you're making progress, you'll add in another one. So I started with the 10 minutes. Often I did more than 10 minutes. Then I would spend the hour moving rather than sat still. And then I started to adapt my diet. So I started to drink less tea, started to eat less refined sugar, 
less refined foods, started to cook more healthful meals. And every week I would just decide on a little something, right, this week I'm going to drink more water. This week I'm going to eat more green foods. This week I'm going to eat less, you know, sandwiches or whatever it may be. And week on week, they stacked up. The next step is to try and be really conscious about how the new actions, the things that you are doing to move towards your goal are making you feel. So when I was doing my little 10 minutes of exercise in front of the TV in my pajamas and my trainers, looking so good, (laughs) I used to I remember thinking, right, I need to, you know, I was watching, I can't remember what I was watching at the time, some tripe on TV, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to watch something that inspires me, that that makes me keep moving. So I started to watch episodes of The Biggest Loser, which is this series, I don't know whether you've ever watched it, where people who are really, really, really overweight and are looking to change their life, they work, they, they basically come on this program, it's an intense process and they work with personal trainers and nutritionists and work really, really hard and lose massive amounts of weight. So I used to put that on every day while I was doing my little 10 minutes of exercise. And just that action alone gave me really positive associations with the movement I was doing and the effort I was making. It it then spurred me on for the rest of the afternoon to drink more water, you know, to cook a healthy meal for tea. It just made the process so much more enjoyable, but still was giving me a little bit of a treat because I was still getting to watch a program that was, wasn't Peppa Pig or Ben and Holly or whatever it was at the time that the girls were watching and really keep on stacking those positive associations to the things that I was doing. And I noticed that when I got the girls from the nap after that hour or maybe it was even 30 minutes some days, but I felt better because I'd given myself something And as opposed to the piece of cake and the cup of tea, what I'd given myself was something that was working towards the person I wanted to become. Whereas the cup of tea and a cake, it did feel in the moment very much about giving myself something, a reward, well done you for surviving the morning. But actually it was very much taken away from me as well because it was moving me further away from the person I wanted to become. So the whole process of these little 10 minutes every day doing something for myself and the important bit is to move you towards the person you want to become, that's the important bit, that became life-changing for me. I found over time that I would look forward to my 10 minutes and actually the 10 minutes was never 10 minutes anymore. It was 20 minutes, sometimes 30. I even then got some weights and started doing weights in front of the TV. I was looking at Pinterest in the evenings to find ideas for workouts and getting really inspired about how I could move my body. I started to notice my energy coming back and that was the start of my journey back to health and fitness. And what started as these little 10 minutes and these small adaptions Over the course of the year, I lost maybe a stone and then I thought, right, I'm ready now. I'm ready to commit to something else. And then I started um, a a women's boot camp and was going there three times a week and absolutely loving it. I used to go at eight o'clock at night. So the kids were in bed. There was no guilt. So again, like I was saying before about making it easy as possible for yourself and for me, leaving the girls, I I felt so guilty, like a bad mum. 
That is wrong, by the way, that I should have felt like that, but that's how I felt. So I've made it really easy for myself. I went in the evening when they weren't missing out on any time with me, even though I've been with them all day, by the way, this is what mum guilt will do to you. But I made it easy for myself. And over time then I lost the rest of the weight. I got really into fitness again and ended up thinking, well, do you know what? I want to know more. I want to really know more about this and ended up getting my level three qualification as a personal trainer in nutrition. And, you know, that started with putting my trainers on with my pajamas in the living room at times and just moving more. That was the goal. 10 minutes was the minimum. And every day I said, I'm going to move 10 minutes more. And that was where it started. Another tip as you go along, I think is really, really important to measure your progress, to really stack your wins, you know, to to be conscious of them because life's going to happen. Life's going to get in the way. You're not going to have that 10 minutes probably every day. If you're anything like me, there will be some days where they weren't having that nap or you were exhausted. You'd been up all night. Maybe one of them had been ill. I'd been up all night. Like I was absolutely exhausted. And, you know, you've got to realize with yourself that it's not going to be perfect every day. You're not going to manage to do it every day when you've got so many other commitments. So you've got to work on having progress. It's all about progress, not perfection. Monitoring your progress rather than focusing in on perfection will help you to stay motivated. Whereas when all you focus in on is I've decided that I'm going to do 10 minutes every day. Therefore, if I don't do 10 minutes every day, I am failing. I have not done it. All that's going to do is just really pull your focus into the days where you've not managed to to do what you set out to do. And I think as someone who has been very overwhelmed, all that does is just set you up to fail. The way you stay motivated is to know now upfront at this moment, whatever that goal is you've got in your mind, whatever the changes that you want to make in your life, whether it be weight loss or writing a book or whatever that may be, know right now life is going to get in the way. There are going to be obstacles. There are going to be barriers. I guarantee your life will knock you on your backside when you feel like you're winning because that is the universe just trying to say to you, do you really want it? Do you? Are you absolutely committed to this? I'm going to throw this challenge in front of you today just to see how you get on. And that doesn't mean that you have to battle through it and, you know, still do, using my example, the 10 minutes a day. It can mean that that day you say, do you know what? I'm having a rest today. I'm absolutely exhausted. I've been up all night with the kids, both throwing up or what have you. I've changed the bed in three times and I'm done today. But it's still being able to say, but the progress I've made is these days I drink a lot more water. These days I move more than I used to. These days, um, you know, it's not just about the result in terms of the inches that you've lost or the pages that you've written or whatever that goal is. It's about where are you now compared to where you were? Have you made progress? It's that that keeps you motivated. It's only when you're getting further and further and further away from the vision of yourself that you have that you feel frustrated and stuck. When you're getting closer and closer towards it, albeit even if it's just a little bit and it's two steps forward and one step back, you're still making progress. And that's what you should focus on. So I always say to my clients, find as many possible ways to measure any kind of progress. So if it's weight loss, that can be on the scale. It can be in terms of what you used to eat to how you you eat now. How has that improved? It can be your energy levels, your 
hormones? Are they more balanced? Are your periods more regular? It can be all sorts of things. Do you sleep better? Are you a nicer person to be around? Where have you made progress? Because there will be lots and lots of ways to measure that and you should measure them all. So that's how you address the issue when you have no time but want to make changes in your life. Firstly, realize that this isn't a time issue, it's a priorities issue. You're prioritizing everything else over and above the things that matter to you. And you need to flip that on its head. And the things that matter to you and the things you want to make progress on need to become the foundation of your day or week or life. That needs to be prioritized first. And when you are very overwhelmed, like I say, you need to meet it where you're at. Meet that goal where you're at. Start where you are with what you have and make it easy on yourself. Small wins every day. So like I say, the 10 minutes with my trainers on, my pajamas in front of the TV, just looking like an absolute crazy person. But that as opposed to trying to find an hour to get my gym bag ready, make sure I've got everything right in my gym bag, go to the gym, then plan what I'm going to do at the gym. You know, that would have been chunking up so that it was too overwhelming. Instead, chunk right back down to something small, achievable, but taking you towards your goal. Remember that consistency is key. Small, consistent tweaks every day and stack those little successes on each other each week. This week, it's drink more water. Next week, maybe drink one less cup of caffeine. The week after that, maybe replace the chocolate bar with, I don't know, a boiled sweet, you know, so you're still getting that sweetness, but you're not getting the calories. And each week, stack your progress little by little. That's how you get results. Use ways to make it enjoyable. You know, make that journey enjoyable. If the task itself that you need to do to get you towards where you want to get to is not enjoyable, find more ways to feel good with it. For me, I started off, like I say, with The Biggest Loser on TV. That was my reward, having that program to watch. But then when I started to go to boot camp, the reward was seeing other women in the evening. Adult company was amazing. You know, having been on my own with two children all day, you know, just getting out, music blaring, moving amongst other women, feeling great about myself. That was an absolute win for me and still is today. So I still go today and it's just part of my life and I love it. And it's no longer something I have to do. It's something I want to do. And that's where you'll get to. If you stack small wins, keep going, keep making progress and measure it measure that progress, be conscious of it, be aware of it. That's how you're going to move forward. Except right now, in this moment, life will throw you a curveball. It will 100% get in the way. So decide how you're going to deal with that. I'm going to give you an example. Like recently over the summer, I'd like put on a little bit of weight and really wanted to sort of get back down to a weight that I felt good about. And I've been having some hormone problems for the last sort of 12, 24 months and couldn't work out the way that I had been doing previous. I really had to adapt my workout and diet to to sort of accommodate that. 
Anyway, recently having sorted out all my hormone issues, I got back to boot camp and was loving it again. Last few weeks, I've just been feeling really, really great, pumped, full of energy, just so thrilled to be back at boot camp. And what happens? I get ill. And I mean, this is just life. But whereas years ago, that would have been disastrous. I would have been, oh, this is typical. You know, this is so, I give up. There's no point me trying, you know, oh my goodness. Forget that. You're just ill. It's just this week. So you've got to accept how mentally you're going to approach when life gets in the way. You know what? I'm ill this week. I can't get to boot camp this week. I'm still going to focus on the fact that I'm moving more. I'm eating much better. I'm sleeping much better. Life has moved on significantly. And, you know, I'm going towards the person I want to become. And that's where you've got to get to. Always remember it is about progress, not perfection. And it's about priorities. It's about you. It's about what are your non-negotiables? What are the foundational bricks of your life? What do they need to be? And that is the action I would like you to take today. What are the changes you need to make in your life? What's the one thing? Don't overwhelm yourself with loads of things unless you're feeling ready. But if you are feeling overwhelmed, like you have no time and you feel like you want to change every area of your life, but but quite frankly, that overwhelms you and you don't know where to start. Start with one thing and start with the thing that if you got closer to the person you want to be in that area, whether it's um, career, weight, relationships, you know, finances, like any area at all in your life, start with just writing where you want to be in that area and choose the area that would have the biggest impact on your life as a whole. So for me, it was health and fitness. You know, the fact that I was overweight, I was feeling really bad about myself, I was feeling quite ashamed over who I'd become and what I looked like. Um, I just didn't feel like me anymore. And that was stopping me from getting out there, meeting other mums, socialising. So I was very isolated. I had no confidence. I didn't want to go out with my husband because every time I put something on, I just felt horrible. And it was affecting every area of my life. So that was the area for me, but it might be different for you. But start with that. Choose the area. Find 10 minutes in your day today to take one little action that gets you towards the person you want to become in that area of your life. So for example, it could be your 10 minutes in front of the TV, 10 squats, 10 sit-ups, 10 press-ups, 10 lunges, and start there and drink more water today. Um, And that could be it every day this week. Or it could be if it's your finances and, you know, I don't know, you want to work on, I don't know, saving more money or saving for a holiday or something, set up a standing order to take, you know, 20 pounds a month or, you know, a certain amount of money out a month and put it into a savings account or just set up a savings account. Find something small, one step and commit. It's 10 minutes a day on working on yourself in that area. So I've used weight today because that is an area that women often come to me about. And that's what I would recommend. If you are feeling overwhelmed and that you're time poor and you're stressed and you just have no idea how to approach this, start really small. 10 minutes a day in front of the telly and start there. So that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and I hope you can make that one small step towards the person you want to be today. Thanks so much for listening today. And remember, either you run the day or the day runs you.